So fingers crossed. Affair. The hideous affair. Um, it's when uh, two ugly people cheat on their spouses. Really? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Absurdity Podcast. I am here with my co-host, Walker Kelly, and Mike Valverde. My name is Jeff Crisco, as seen on the hottest new Twitter account, at Fantasy Receipts. I did see you on there. They still haven't gotten me. I'm waiting patiently for when they reach my account. Yes. Uh, Mike, are you, you're, you're off Twitter now, so you're probably not familiar with Fantasy Receipts. No, I have no idea what that is. It's the newest account that's just retweeting people that have been wrong about things. Oh, nice. And that's it. They found some tweet where in December of 2020, I dropped Jalen Hurts, who was my quarterback three. And they were like, I forget what they said, like, uh, unfortunate. I was like, okay, cool, Cool. man. (laughs) Cool. Find my tweets where I was. I said that Jalen Hurts was top five. Find those. Find those. Not the negative, the positive. The positive. All right. So this is the oh, Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Um, I've, I feel battle tested. I um, not only did I have to watch that Thursday night football game, no, but I had to watch you it. charted it. I had to charge it. So, yeah, I'm 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 a little worse for wear right now. Mike's charting in his pants. <laughs> Walker, how's your day going? Pretty good. I just got to fire off a bad joke. So there you rolling. go. <laughs> that's so unlike this podcast to have bad jokes in it. Yeah, it's almost almost like that's what half the podcast is. That's right. So we are the Football Absurdity Podcast. We're part of Football Absurdity, which is a Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash football absurdity, uh, YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash C slash football absurdity, website, footballabsurdity.com, Discord, link will be in the description, and this here podcast. So uh, what we are going to do today is we are going to continue to talk about last night's wonderful game, uh, Thursday Night Football. Uh, if you watched it, uh, congratulations. If you watched all of it, uh, I think we determined that watching overtime uh, separated the sickos from the true sickos. That's what I was told on Twitter. So uh, we'll go over that and then we will talk about uh, all of this week's games. So we do have another uh, UK game, but thankfully it doesn't look like there's any injury questions in this one. So no more controversy this week. And then uh, we will also have some trivia along the way. And uh, there were some crybabies who said that the trivia was too hard last time. So the trivia will be. <laughs> yeah, I don't recall saying that. <laughs> the trivia will be easier this time. Um, so we will get into that. Uh, but first, Colts 12, Denver 9. Um, you know, a lot of podcasts like to talk about like winners or losers from this game, but I don't think there was any winners, least of all the people who watched it. There was one winner, Chase McLaughlin. Chase yeah. McLaughlin, baby. He was really good. Honestly, McManus was good too, but, um, you know, he got it one blocked, but the kick protection unit just basically capitulated and Grover Stewart just ran up the middle. So, yeah, I mean, I, the kicking, the kickers were good. The special teams units were pretty good in general. But, um, yeah, offense really bad. Uh, the fantasy players were not good. Yeah, so you had uh, Naheem Hines suffer a concussion on, like, the first drive. And it was almost identical what he did to what uh, Tua Tungo-Vailoa did on the first concussion. So the NFL was like, nah, no, 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 he's out, 
He's out. He's staying yeah, out. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. I think I tweeted out Roger Goodell calling the independent neurologist to tell him who will bury him under the stadium if Naheem Hines comes back in. <laughs> because there is no chance in the world they were going to let Hines come back in. Uh, yeah. With him out, Deion Jackson and Philip Lindsay both had okay games. Jackson's was way better. Um, but Jonathan Taylor is expected back in week six, so don't rush out to your waiver wires yet. But he should probably be on a roster in like a deep dynasty league because he looked good, honestly. Deion Jackson looked pretty good when he had the ball. Uh, I thought he looked fine. Yeah, I mean, he made the one nice play on the screen pass where he made a yeah. couple guys miss or dump off, excuse me. Um, as a running back, I wasn't really impressed by him. His vision is not good. Um, he's got some burst, but he doesn't have any power. You know, he's pretty small. so. Probably like I said, guy. deep dynasty roster. As you say, probably a guy that should be on an NFL roster, mm-hmm. but he reminds me a lot of like a guy for the Lions, Craig Reynolds. Who isn't Craig Reynolds currently on your FA experts roster? No. Oh, he's on somebody's roster in that league. I thought oh, it was yours. No. <laughs> no, the worst player on my roster is Elijah Moore. Oh boy, we'll talk about him later. Um, so Mike, this is your team. Um if I don't want it. You can if have Nih- <laughs> Mike, is Alec Pierce the wide receiver one? Nine targets, eight catches, 81 yards. Michael Pittman, eight catches, five. Re- I'm sorry, eight targets, five receptions, 59 yards. Matthew tells me Alec Pierce is the wide receiver one. And not, not yet. Michael Pittman's still the wide receiver one, but it's getting to be the fact that Matt Ryan is relying on Alex Pierce, um, relying on him so much that he likes to give him a pass shot right to the nut. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where Alex Pierce is not too far away from being the wide receiver one. No, uh, I think it's uh, I think uh, MPJ got sertaned. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Right. Or, or, yeah. Pat- Patrick Sertan is fantastic. He's really, really good. Yeah, I think that's what happened. And 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 Matt Ryan is so risk averse right now that he's just basically like, well, I'm not even looking over there. I'm just going to be looking straight at Alec Pierce, who's running, you know, eight yard routes out there and is, is getting wide open. They did switch it off a little bit. Patrick Sertan um, manned up on Pierce um, some plays and um, vice versa. But yeah, I think for the most part. Wait, vice like, versa? Alec Pierce guarded Patrick Sertan. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Hold only... on. I'm out. <laughs> he's playing both ways. <laughs> yeah. He's hey, that's my him. job. Hey, that's my job. <laughs> um, so, uh, Alec Pierce, um, he was my sicko stash of the week two weeks ago. Do we think we should go pick him up basically in all PPR leagues? Yes. I would. Yeah, I think so, too. He's well worth an ad. Um it's uh, it feels good to have my sicko stash payoff because at least one of my sicko stashes is already inactive for the week for this week. So uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, anything else on the indie side that we want to talk about? Uh, no. OK, real quick. Yeah. One last thing about Michael Pittman. Uh, I dug this stat up last night uh, per player profiler. He is getting five and a half catchable passes per game. There was only one top 10 wide receiver last year who had that few catchable passes per game and only two inside the top 24. So thing, if, if Matt Ryan doesn't turn it around, Michael Pittman might be a disappointment because he was a guy that we said top 15 and has top 12 potential. So uh, yep. that might be holding him back. Yep. Matt Ryan is garbage. Like watching him, except for when it counts. It's like he um, went down with Houston. He drove him for to tie the game. 
And then against Kansas City, they drove. And so it's, it's, it's really weird. It's like half the time or, you know, a good portion of the time, he looks like a Hall of Fame quarterback. The rest of the time, he looks like he shouldn't even be belong in the league. Um, it's because he can't handle pressure. That's all it is. He's forgot how to handle pressure. I guess because, oh, my God. It's like even his arm strength, though. I mean, I don't know how many floatable passes that he throws. Is You're just like, oh, my God, that's in the air. That's still in the air. Oh, that's still in the air. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's he's throwing like balloons out there. My man's thrown in slow motion. Uh, let's talk about the other side, the Denver Broncos. Uh, Garrett Bowles uh, broke his ankle and uh, had some other damage is what it was described and described as. He is out for the season. Ronald Darby tore his ACL. He is out for the season. Um, if you started Russell Wilson, you're mad. I started Russell Wilson. I'm mad. 274, zero touchdowns, two picks. Uh, man is off my roster next week. This offense doesn't know what they are. They don't know what they want to be. Nate Hackett is terrible. Russell Wilson is even worse. Uh, even if he gets the ball to the receivers, which is few and far between, they just drop it. Or in a lot of cases, for some reason, this game, they kick the ball, which I don't know why that kept happening in this game. It felt like every 10th pass was kicked by the receiver. Um, I'm mad. I'm mad at the stupid Broncos passing game for making me believe in them this offseason. Uh, yeah, I mean, Court- Cortland Sutton's the only guy really on the offense who's playing well consistently, and he's still not putting up great stats because the offense is so incompetent around him. Yeah, he is Doug Baldwin on the Seahawks when they were like 32nd in the league in offense. Yeah. Like, that's what he is right now. And like Jerry Judy, you can get rid of him. Like, there's no reason to have him around. Melvin yeah. Gordon had over 100 yards, so good for Melvin Gordon, but 3.6 yards per carry. Uh, Mike Boone, congratulations if you spent half your fab on Mike yeah. Boone. With you two know. run plays or something like that that he Mike got? Boone had seven, but like two of them in the second half. Um, and uh, it was just, this whole offense is bad. It's all bad. And yeah. I had a guy block me that because he was so wrong about Mike Boone. Like I didn't even say anything to him. <laughs> he just he just raged, blocked you. <laughs> yeah, he's he was done. Yeah, he went he went to the mat for Mike Boone before the game, and then I went to go check on him and be like, "How you doing, buddy?" And then he had blocked me, and I was like, "Boone didn't have that bad of a game." <laughs> well, he was fine. Yeah, he was fine. He had that one long catch and run where he threw the offensive lineman into the Broncos. I don't know if you saw that, Walker. Mike, I know you saw it because you charted the game, but that long catch and run watch what he with the offensive lineman. If you watch it again, he like throws him at the the Colts defenders. It's very funny, but um, that's cool. Yeah. Mike Boone. I mean, I guess worth having around, I guess. Uh, Probably not because Latavius Murray is coming next week, but (sighs) Melvin Gordon. Chicken salad, chicken. You know what? This is a non Patreon episode, so I don't want to do edits, but. I mean, Gordon, Sutton, those are the only guys on this team I want on my roster. Uh, Yeah. Um, I mean, Judy is involved enough that I don't know if in deeper leagues you can really drop him. But in 10-team leagues, he's not going to be a guy you're starting consistently. Yeah. Mike, what did uh, what did you find uh, from charting this game other than uh, Divina Zigbo getting two uh, snaps out of nowhere in the middle of the game? Yeah. Um, you know, this, this thing was so bad, to be honest with you, there, there wasn't really much of anything to to gather from it. Um, I like what you like to say and burn the tape game. Yeah. This thing, this thing needs to go through hell. This, this, this thing needs to just like implode and 
burn and whatever because there was nothing out of this out of this game that was any any kind of importance whatsoever we are yeah. we're uh throwing the tape into the earth's core yeah i was gonna say i was gonna say we're gonna send it to the the cre- crematorium and uh burn it there but i like the earth we're, we're going to go to mount doom and cast it into the volcano yes. that's correct <laughs> fellowship of the tape ass uh game so um all righty let me see i don't think there's anything else to talk about this game albert O, get rid of him if you had him uh i think that's it let's never talk about this game ever again thank you okay all right next game up is uh the next london game so it'll be at 6 30 a.m pacific the three and one giants take on the three and one green bay packers in an nfc championship game pre no i'm just kidding uh <laughs> the packers are uh Eight point favorites. This game has a 41 point over under uh, for the Giants. Uh, Wandale Robinson, Kadarius Tony, and Tyrod Taylor are all out. Unfortunately, Daniel Jones will be playing uh, for the Packers. It looks like uh, uh, Jair Alexander will make his way back from his injury from last week, but there shouldn't be anybody out for this game. So uh, instead of doing win, lose, or draw, before we get into the question for this game, uh, I have the trivia. So I ask you both to please check your screens. And I will start sharing week five trivia. Oh, got Chase. <laughs> that is Chase. Chase McLaughlin going like. <sighs> All right. So in this one, uh, I will get both your answers and you can both get points on this. There's no like stealing. So I'll get both your answers. All right. Aaron Jones leads the NFL in broken tackles and missed tackles per attempt. Saquon Barkley is in the top 10 in this category as well in this game. Is he higher or lower than RB5 in this statistic? Broken by, tackles plus missed tackles per attempt. Now by higher, you would mean like RB4 or, or yes. RB4, 3, or 2. Correct. I will go with higher. Mike, is he higher or lower? Um, I'm going to go lower. Mike is playing the game correctly. You have to you have to answer the next one first, Mike. He is lower. So he is RB8 in broken tackles plus missed tackles per Michael attempt. Michael Carter, very interesting. Yeah, that's yes. the name that popped out on me too. Yes, Michael Carter is the interesting name here. So it's Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Michael Carter, Christian McCaffrey, and then Saquon Barkley. A lot of names you expect to see. Um, but I'm sure that Michael Carter line put some thoughts in you both for going forward because, uh, I thought we were going to ditch him for Brees Hall, but maybe you don't have to do that. Maybe he's uh pretty good. Yeah. Maybe well, that's why he's still getting playing time. Yeah, so he's fine. He's, he's all right. Um, so for this question, uh, Mike brought up a, an interesting statistic, which is Aaron Rodgers has 20.7 points in three straight games. So my question for you both is, uh, over or under 20.7 points for Aaron Rodgers in this game? Uh, under. I I think that the Giants' defense is pretty good. I think that this is going to be a low-scoring game. I just don't see Rodgers throwing for a bunch of touchdowns or a bunch of yards. So, yeah, I, I would not have him at 20 points in this game. Yeah, Mike, what do you think? I'm going to go under. Uh, if this was a closer game, at least by Vegas odds, I would probably go over, but... Because Packers are favored by eight points, they're probably going to run the ball a little bit more, which would affect Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going to go. I agree with Walker under. 
Okay. So yes, I would also agree with that. The Giants, because you can run all over them, are bottom eight in fantasy points allowed to opposing quarterbacks. Um, and they're in the top half in fantasy points allowed to running backs. So, uh, you know, are we going to fire up AJ Dillon this week? A guy who's been somewhat disappointing. Uh, I think if you have a flex, what the heck flex, go for it. Walker, what uh, do you think? Um, yeah, I think he's a good flex play, um, like a low end running back too. But, um, I would say in most cases you're playing him, but in a two running back, no flex league, maybe not. Okay. Yeah. Especially cause we've had a lot of running backs that you got off the waiver wire that you could pick up or other guys that were drafted later than AJ Dillon that you, I would trust over AJ Dillon. Like I would start Ramondre over him, uh, Damian Pierce over him. Jamal Williams, um, you know, there's a lot of guys I would start over A.J. Dillon, uh, but, you know, in a in a flex league, it's hard to find those three guys. Um, again, for the Packers, uh, you know, if we think Aaron Rodgers is going to get under 20 fantasy points, um, are we going to start Romeo uh, Dubs in this one? Dobbs? Yeah, Dubs? Romeo Dobbs, apparently, because that's what they kept calling him on the broadcast. Um, I think Dobbs is more of a flex play or wide receiver four. Um, I'm not super interested in him this week. Um, I, I, he's a guy who should be on your roster going forward, but I don't love him in this in, in this game. Okay, Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I, I I can't trust trust any of the Packers receivers. So yeah, I would. And again, uh, what the heck flex um, situation only. Okay, so we've got Aaron Jones as a must-start, Saquon Barkley as a must-start. We already mentioned them. Uh, don't start any other Giants. Don't get cute and start Richie James. Um, I think that's it for this game. Not a lot to talk about. Very straightforward. There's a lot of guys that are staying off your starting lineup and a lot of guys that are not leaving it. That's right. Yeah, pretty right. much. Clean sweep. We all have the Packers win in this one, unless somebody would like to change that right now. No. All right, next game up. Pittsburgh at one and three goes to Buffalo, who is three and one. This is a 46 and a half point over under, which is kind of low considering Buffalo is 14 point favorites. Um, in this one, uh, Deontay Johnson and Mika Fitzpatrick were both on the injury report this week. They are off of it. Um, and in a big blow to the entire offense, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Kenny Pickett is their starting quarterback. Uh, for Buffalo, Isaiah McKenzie is out with a concussion. Jake Kumro is out with an ankle injury. Jameson Crowder is out with an ankle injury. And Dawson Knox is out with a foot-slash-hamstring injury, saving Dawson Knox managers from themselves. So, Walker, what is your big question for this game? For this one, I am wondering, is Devin Singletary a top 20 running back this week? Yes, next question. Mike? Ooh, um top 20 how i'd have to see how good that defense is um bad well they are the one of the oh there's yeah yeah i i think he is i i always i, I think singletary hovers around there anyways so with hmm. steelers being as bad as they are absolutely yeah i think so too uh we talked last week about how if he's becoming the bell cow for the the bills uh he had 18 touches two weeks ago he had 
15 touches last week, um, you know, which isn't a lot for a lot of running backs, but on the Bills, you know, given how they, they've gone with their running backs, I think he's becoming the man. Um, I think Zach Moss is going to get a lot of touches in this one, but it's all going to be garbage time. And I think that Devin Singletary is going to play a key role in the game going to garbage time, if that makes sense. Yes, yeah. that does make sense. Yeah, the Steelers have given up uh, the eighth most running back uh, rushing touchdowns uh, on the year, and they have given up the eighth most uh, rushing yards on the year. So I fully expect uh, Devin Singletary to have a big day. Um, now, my question for you both, uh, because we're starting Stefan Diggs, we're starting Josh Allen. Um, are we starting Najee Harris? Ooh, he's been awful. I think um, you kind of have to, though. Against his defense? I mean, I, mean I, I I get what you're saying. Like, he's like one of those guys, because you drafted him in the first round, you got to play him or whatever. But if if that didn't exist, I would say absolutely not. Najee Harris or Ramondre Stevenson? I might even lean Ramondre a little bit here. I think I'd still go with Harris, but barely. Yeah. Yeah, I would go Harris just because he has guaranteed volume. Where this could easily become a, a Damian Harris day in in New England, but you know it's very close for me. Uh, how about Najee or James Conner going against the Eagles, which is a tough matchup? I'll take Conner. I think I would take Najee. And just to speak a little bit about what you're saying about um, Najee and Ramondre. Yeah. Najee's RB twenty five. Ramondre's RB thirty. So this isn't, you know, it, it, it's close. Um, mm-hmm. As far as Connor goes, um, he's starting to lose a little bit of uh, volume. Uh, so I would still probably lean. Um, oh, what's his name? Um, not Najee, but uh, the Arizona guy. James Connor. James Connor. Thank you. The the old Steelers guy. The old James Steelers Conner. guy. Yeah, the old Steelers guy, James Connor. Okay, and then. Um, I kind of want to sit Gabe Davis until we see him have another good game. I agree with that. He, two weeks in a row now, he's just been really not um, efficient. Uh, he's got I, an ankle, and I think it's bothering him more than the team's letting on. Well, so yeah, I, I I don't disagree with you there. Also, the fact that I don't know what he was doing last week, but that was like, uh, as I was mentioning on the show on Tuesday, he's not catching the ball like a wide receiver. I mean, it looked very like letting the ball hit his body and just, you know, pretty much class one Oh one, do not do this for wide receivers. He's doing, and it's maybe it's ankle thing. It could be why he's doing it. I don't know, but he needs to clear his head and get it together. Stop trying to catch the ball with your ankles, Gabe Davis. Yeah. All right. Deontay Johnson that, with dude? Deontay Johnson, with Kenny Pickett under center, um, only four targets last week. I think that's the worst it's going to get. Um, are we just going to roll Deontay up back out there, hoping he gets double-digit targets like he did the first three weeks? Uh, I think that he's more of a low-end wide receiver, too, or a good flex play this week. But mm-hmm. I still think in just about every circumstance you're playing him, yeah. Mike? I want to see a little bit. I mean, I, I, I'll i roll him out this week, but right now he's a wide receiver 42. And, I mean... I would expect it to be better with Pickett, but on the same side, I don't expect it to be better with Pickett. You know, um, I, I think you, you roll him out one more week and see what happens. Uh, but yeah, 
why would you see him at 42 is one stop one one spot ahead of Terry McLaurin. Oof. Speaking of Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson or Antonio Gibson in the flex? Johnson. It was uh, Gibson and who? Deontay. Uh, oh, Deontay Johnson. Um, yeah, I agree with Walker, Antonio Gibson. Okay. Oh, I said Deontay. Oh, uh, well, then I disagree with Walker. And <laughs> Antonio Gibson. <laughs> Damn it, Mike. <laughs> All right. Um, I think, oh, Pat Firemouth. I would stay away from him. We don't know what this is going to ha- what it's going to look like. And this Bill's defense is really good. Um, so I would, you know, if you can get away with not starting him, go for it. But I don't know if you can, considering uh, how many tight ends are out this uh, this week. Dawson Knox and Kyle Pitts kind of leading the way. But, um, yeah, this Buffalo defense is number 31 against tight ends in terms of fantasy points allowed. So not a great matchup uh, for Pat Firemouth. Um, we all have the Steelers winning, right? Yes. No. no we all have the Buffalo Bills winning. Uh, anything else anybody wants to add about this one? No, I feel I, sorry no, for anyone this, who's stuck watching this game. Yeah, this one's going to be not good. Yeah, let's let's see who's stuck watching this one real quick. Hold on. Let's go to 506 Sports, see who is stuck watching this game. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Uh, Walker, how far are you from Detroit? Uh, like three hours. Okay, Walker's stuck, stuck watching this Oof. one on CBS. Crap. <laughs> but I'm going to watch... Uh, I'm just going to watch the Lions, actually. Yeah. Do the Lions play at 10? I believe so. I thought they played later than that. Detroit. Late afternoon game this week? Nope. They're playing at 10. Okay. okay I was going to say, that doesn't make sense. I just missed them at first. They're playing New England. Yeah. So uh, this game is, uh, unfortunately, the biggest swath of the country gets uh, Pittsburgh Buffalo. So Jesus. Nope, have man. fun. Have fun. I'm going to be watching... Oh, man, I don't get an, a morning CBS game. I get Atlanta, Tampa Bay, so I don't get much, much better. Um, all right, uh, let's move on to the next game. The L.A. Chargers travel to the mistake by the lake to take on the Cleveland Browns. Both teams are two and two. It's a 47 and a half point over under Chargers, two and a half point favorites. Uh, Keenan Allen is out for this game. Josh Palmer was limited with an ankle injury. Uh, Gerald Everett showed up on the injury report with a hamstring yesterday, but he's off of it today. So my guess is he just tweaked it in practice and felt fine. Um, and then Farrell Brown is a Brown. All right. So, yeah, I <laughs> didn't know I he was no longer a Texan, but he got picked up by the Browns. All right. So, good, Mike. Good for him. Good for Farrell. Uh, the team's named after him. The Cleveland Pharaohs. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Mike, uh, what is your big question for this game? All right. So Amari Cooper, is he going to bounce back or have another invisible performance? He is going to get J.C. Jackson. So probably, yeah, I don't think he's going to have a great week this week. Yeah, I I don't think he's going to have a great week this week. Um, The um, the Chargers are, are good defense. We've been talking about that. They uh, they do allow like the 10th most fancy points to wide receivers, but a lot of it's in like garbage time production. So I think that it's going to be a situation where with Jake Brisket throwing him the football, who's very risk averse, Amari is going to be very covered by J.C. Jackson, which means uh, a lot of David Njoku and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Yep. Okay. Um, I mean, you, you nailed it, Jeff. 
Yeah, so that's that's it for that question. Um, let's do the win-loser draw before the start sits so I don't forget to do it again like I did the last game. All right, Mike, oh, yeah. who's your win-loser draw? Um, win-loser draw, Herbert, Mike Williams, Chubb. Uh, uh, Herbert draw because he throws like 300 yards a game and two or three touchdowns. Two touchdowns, yeah. He's going to yeah. score like 19 fantasy points. Yep, that is draw. Uh, Mike Williams will win with no Keenan Allen and Chubb will lose. Uh, but that's still like 20 carries for 100 yards. He just doesn't score. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with uh, I'll agree with Jeff on that one. That's what I'm looking at as well. Yep. All right. Sweet. All right. So we are starting Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, um, Gerald Everett. Walker has it fourth this week in their ranks. So um, must start Gerald Everett. Yeah, you've um, got to get him in there. Which was, especially without Keenan Allen, and that's not something I expected to say, is a must-start Gerald Everett. Um, you're starting Justin Herbert. Uh, in a two-quarterback league, are we starting Jake Brisket? Yeah, you can. Jake yeah, Brisket or, or Handsome James? Oh, Brissett, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Jake Brisket or Carson Wentz? Brissett. Well, I'd go Brissett. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean... If, if Carson Wentz can turn it around and look more like he did week one and two, then it's easy Carson Wentz. But if he doesn't, then it's e- e- easy Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh, good luck. If you can figure out which one, it's, which Wentz it's going to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, uh, Kareem Hunt uh, or Mike Williams in the flex? Mm, Williams. Cream Hunt or Mike Williams? Yeah, Cream Hunt's sort of been disappointing. He's like RB thirty, where Mike Williams is, I believe up there. Um, but he's probably just as bad, I guess. Um, Mike Williams is wide receiver twenty three. Without Keenan Allen, I think that makes it a special addition. So I'm going to go Mike Williams. Okay. Um, then David Njoku uh, looks like a start this week. Are we starting him over like? Pat Fryer move. Um, I think yes. that's it. <laughs> yes. I am doing that. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett forgot who he was the first couple of weeks. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I throw it a tight end. So let's start doing that. Oh, yeah. I love tight ends. That's right. Uh, I think that's all the players in this game, right? You hear it here first, folks. Jacoby Brissett is an ass man. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> <likes> right. <laughs> folks. All right. Uh, I got the Chargers winning this one. Uh, I believe I have the Browns winning. Yeah, why? <laughs> because it's a one o'clock game on the East Coast for a West Coast team. It's not on the East Coast. It's in Cleveland. It's still an Eastern time zone. That's what matters. Yeah. I hate when, because my family's from Cleveland. I hate when people call it the East Coast. I'm like, it's not the coast. It's the coast of the lakes. Okay, it's on the Eastern part of the country. There you go. Mike. Well, uh, since... Since they call um, soda pop pop and not soda, then they're definitely East Coast. Um, they call it Pat, no, and that's a that's, that's a Midwest. Midwest thing. Yeah, that's a Midwest, Midwest thing. Um, and uh, I will. Um, I, yeah, I have Chargers on this. Super oh. Chargers. Oh my God! You don't hear something messed up? What's that? Cleveland is almost as far east as Jacksonville. Yeah, oh. that's messed up. I don't like it. How does that? What do you mean? Detroit. Detroit is further east than Atlanta. Yeah. Mike, look at because Cleveland is like 
Cleveland is maybe... It's very east in Ohio. Yeah, it's very east in Ohio. It's maybe 30 miles further further west than uh, than Jacksonville, which is on the Atlantic Ocean. That is like, yeah, that's why I'm trying to figure out, wrap my head around how that is possible. Yeah, that's like uh, Lake Tahoe, further west than Los Angeles, which is really messed up. Yeah, that is, that's some weird shit. Okay. <laughs> Mike. It's yes, all right. Sir. We can say that one once or twice and I won't get mad. All right. All right. We just can't say the F one. That's we right. We, oh, th- this isn't a Patreon episode, huh? No, it is not. We can't oh. say Frick. All right. Chicago two and two travels to Minnesota, who is three and one. This is a 44 point over under Minnesota seven point favorites. Uh, David Montgomery is uh, questionable with an ankle injury. That's something to monitor because if he's playing, you play him. If he's not, you play Khalil Herbert. Uh, no notable injuries for Minnesota. It doesn't look like any setbacks with Dalvin Cook's uh, shoulder issue from last week. And uh, Mike, what's your big question from the, for this game? Um, has Dalvin Cook been reduced down to an RB2 flex option only? No. I'm sure uh, about that. I think he's a back-end RB1, which he's close to being an RB2. Yeah, I think he's like RB9 like or something for me this week, so... Yeah, but Mike, I get your concern because he hasn't had those like that like home run game since week one where he had 108 yards. Like since then, like he got he got shut down by the Eagles, which I'm just giving everybody who gets shut down by the Eagles a pass at this point. Uh, 96 yards against Detroit, and then last week only set or uh, 86 yards. So I mean, he's a back end RB one, but um. Yeah, I don't know uh, if he's if he's more than that. He's an RB twenty four at this point. Well, he's only scored one touchdown. Like the 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 overall ranks really get skewed by touchdowns. But he yeah, hasn't I, been catching a lot of passes either, which was that's a true. big part of his game. Yeah, and that's actually what I was worried about with uh, Kevin O'Connell. Like I was right. worried about, and I was you know I kind of felt like I was finding reasons to not like Dalvin Cook when I mentioned it. But if he was coming from Sean McVay, Sean McVay doesn't throw to running backs not named Todd Gurley. Sean McVay doesn't get his tight ends involved. Sean McVay takes his wide receiver one and he feeds him till he throws up. And that's how he runs his offense. And that's, throws up. that's what they do. That's what, that's what the Vikings do. Well, it looks like that's exactly what they're doing. Nine receptions on the season thus far, which is like 25th in the, as far as running backs go. Not great. All right. So the win, lose or draw for this game, uh, Mike, you have, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Darnell Mooney. So a trio of the trio of wide receivers in this game worth talking about. Yeah, I wanted to get another bear involved to make it somewhat interesting, but I'm like, Darnell Mooney's not even all that interesting. So Cole Komet will win with two catches for 30 yards. Yeah, there you go. Look at that one catch, and he is the winner. Uh, Walker, what do you think about these three wide receiver, the three wide receivers in this game? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll against Chicago. I don't think they have anybody who can match up one-on-one with Jefferson. So I'll give him the win, uh, I'll, which results in a feeling loss in my opinion. And I'll give Mooney the draw. And I think that's like three for 50. I think that it's going to be an Adam Thielen win because he was, he will get, uh, at least one touchdown, a Justin Jefferson draw, which is a crap ton of points. And yards and a Darnell Mooney loss because the Bears are bad. They are bad. That's really bad. That is correct. 
All right. Uh, so in this game, we're starting Cook. We're starting. Um, I, do we agree? We're starting David Montgomery if he plays and Khalil Herbert if he doesn't. Yes. yes. Okay. We're starting uh, Justin Jefferson. What about Adam Thielen as like a wide receiver three or a flex? Uh, yeah, I think, I think he's definitely in that category. Okay. Mike. I I would hope that you have better options than a wide receiver 35. Um, but if you don't, then he doesn't make a bad one, I guess. Like if, of all the players in the NFL, um, Adam Thielen is, doesn't make a bad option at flex, but I really do hope that 30 wide, wide receiver 35 is not something that you're considering as a flex option okay um are we starting cole commit or irv smith or are we jumping off a ledge um yeah i'm i'm flying down uh toward the pavement (laughs) all right um i assume that's the same for you mike uh what was the question again i'm sorry would you rather jump off a cliff or start one of the tight ends in this game Oh boy, yeah, these tight ends are garbage. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that there's a pillow. Um, okay. Waiting for so, you. Yeah. So I you're going think. with your, your Mike's taking his chances with the cliff. Yes. I don't think the pillow is gonna save you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably not. Uh, Kirk Cousins, back end quarterback one. Uh, don't start. Uh, the other yes. guy, Justin Fields. Yeah, you, know, you know the one. You know the one, the guy. All right, minute. We have a clean sweep. Minnesota winning this one. I'm wondering uh, who's worse, Justin Fields or Mitchell Trubisky. 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 He's bad. Yeah, I don't know. So, 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 like, Mitchell Trubisky is bad in an offense that we've seen a very bad Ben Roethlisberger look better in. Justin Fields, I don't know what they're doing. Like, they're only letting him throw the ball, like, 15 times a game. You know, and when he throws the ball, he looks all right. But Trubes is just terrible. Yeah. Well, they don't. They they can't trust him to throw the ball. That's the problem because he. How do they? How do they know if they can trust him to throw the ball? That's <laughs> true. How do they know? They've seen him process the plays and know that it takes him way too long. I mean, he's like a 1985 Dell out there. That his processing speed is is like that bad. Like, yeah, um, you wouldn't buy a 1985 Dell for processing speed. Well, you know what helps the processing speed get better? Handing the ball off to David Montgomery 30 times per game. That'll help him get better. <laughs> All right. Next game up. Uh, Walker's boys, the Detroit Lions at one and three, taking on the New England Patriots, also at one and three. Uh, Josh Reynolds is questionable with an ankle injury, as is Amon Ross St. Brown. DeAndre Swift was ruled out with his shoulder injury. Uh, for the Patriots, Jacoby Myers is questionable with a knee injury. Mac Jones is doubtful with the ankle injury. Brian Hoyer was sent to IR, and the Patriots have announced that Bailey Zappi will be the starter this weekend. So, um, must start Bailey Zappi? That's Walker's question. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no. QB1 no, that, Bailey Zappi? That is not my question. Um, can we play both Stevenson and Harris this week? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's just because the Lions run defense is not good. And these mm-hmm. guys pretty much split touches down the middle right now. Um, yeah. I mean, I, Stevenson is higher floor, lower ceiling because he doesn't score as many touchdowns. Harris is lower floor, higher ceiling. Um, so it depends on your team construction, but 
Um, yeah, I think you can start both of them this week for sure. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I, and I love these kind of matchups where you can start like both running backs from the same team. So 100% go for it. Yeah, I'm going out of my way to, well, I don't have Damien Harris anywhere, but if I did, I would be going out of my way to get him into my lineup. But I'm doing that with uh, Ramondre Stevenson. It is The only question is like, who has the bigger day? It feels like it's like, which one of them has the long uh, Rashad Penny style touchdown? And the answer could be both of them. So, yeah, it could be. Yeah, because um, these Lions, they love track meets. Uh, all right. So win, lose or draw for this game. Um, Walker, who you got? Yeah, win, lose or draw. We're going with Jared Goff, TJ Hawkinson and Jacoby Myers. I will go with draw for Jacoby Myers because Jacoby Myers has the same game every single week. Yeah, Jacoby does. Myers gets five for 56 or sometimes it's seven for 65 that's fair i will those are those are the jacoby myers options when you start him uh tj hawkinson will be the loss only because people will expect too much from him this week after what he did last week so he will be a loss in expectations and uh jared goff is the winner because um this is going to be yet another shootout i think um it's going to be another game where you know, the the Lions drag the Patriots to their level. Like every team they play, they're like, hey, you know that defense? You're not bringing it. It's not allowed. So it, it's going to be a, in here with defense. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. You know better than that. There's a bouncer. It's the bouncer meme where it's the guy uh, standing in front of it. And it's his Patriots defense. And it says Patriots offense. And he opens the door. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think it'll be a win for Goff. Mike, what do you think? Goff, Hawkinson, Myers, win, lose or draw. I, I didn't think it would give me 100,000 tries. I didn't think that I, I would say that Jared Goff is the QB5, but here we are, QB5, Jared Goff. That's uh, former number one overall pick, Jared Goff. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say a loss for Goff because I, I don't think he's going to be able to handle this New England defense very well. Um, TJ Hawkinson, I'm going to say... God, that's hard between Hawkinson and Myers. I'm going to say both draws for Hawkinson and Myers. <laughs> Mike's Mike's punting. I'm punting. I'm punting. I'm going to go with a. Uh, yeah. I'll say it's a draw for Jared Goff, a loss for T.J. Hawkinson, and a win for Jacoby Myers. I'm calling Mike Mitch Wisnowski because he is punting. <laughs> that's right. Um, and also the Patriots' defense not that great this year. They've given up uh, 64 points in the last two games. What happened? So, they were they were tough for a while. Uh, they're bad now. I don't know what to tell you. Mm. Well, Jared Goff <laughs> is bad. I don't even think he's yeah. Do you think he's better he's or worse than the quarterback they played in Week Three? And I'm not going to tell you who it is until you say so. He's. Um, I'm going to go with the chances of better because to have four other quarterbacks better is probably not a good percentage. Mike, it was Lamar Jackson. Oh, I was wrong. Yes. All right. Um, so in this game, uh, if I'm on Ross St. Brown plays, we're going to play him. We're playing Jamal Williams. Uh, Jared Goff, you can stream him. Um, if I'm on Ross St. Brown doesn't play, are we going to start Josh Reynolds? Or are we going to start him regardless? Uh, no, I don't think <laughs> you start him if uh, if I'm on Ross plays. Uh, if he doesn't, then I think you can. The interesting thing about Josh Reynolds is he's been very consistent being like a wide receiver three. 
with with or without um Amon Ross St. Brown. So if you're looking at a low floor situation and Amon Ross playing, um Reynolds doesn't make a uh, a bad wide receiver three kind of situation for you. All right. Uh, are those all the people that we are starting in this game, except for you, you can start TJ Hawkinson, but you might have better options on the waiver wire. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not starting anybody else in this game. All right. Who's, who's winning this one? Lions, baby. Mike. Lions, I think. I <laughs> Mike put in the lions. I also put in the lions. It's a clean sweep. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Bailey Zappi is going to be very bad and it'll be very funny to watch. All right. Next game, Seattle two and two travels to New Orleans, who is one and three, 46 point over under New Orleans, five and a half point favorites. Uh, I am changing my answer, by the way, given the inactives this morning. I think that Seattle wins now. Um, Injuries. uh, Ken Walker was limited with a shoulder that popped up late in practice this week. so monitor that. You're not going to start him anyways. Uh, for the Saints, Jarvis Landry is questionable. Michael Thomas and Jameis Winston are both out. Kamara is questionable, but per uh, this guy, Alvin Kamara, he's supposed to play. So, Do you want to the chipmunks? Folks. All right. Uh, Mike, what is your big question for this game? Is Chris Olave the best rookie wide receiver? In this game? No, overall, this season, at this point, I should say that. At this point, is Chris Olave the best rookie wide receiver? Uh, no. I mean, he's getting a ton of opportunity. He's getting the most opportunity. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know, Walker, who would be the best if it's not if it's not uh, Chris Olave? Guy, I think the guy who's looked the best on the field is Garrett Wilson. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think he's gotten as many catchable balls in my opinion as Olave has and he hasn't been used as far down the field either so by statistics I would say Olave are almost certainly the best um just above London but I've liked what I've seen from Wilson in terms of you know on the field play yeah I think so far statistically it's Garrett Wilson from here on out given what the other Wilson in New York might do uh it's probably going to be Chris Olave um, I think he passed a big test last week with no Jameis and no Michael Thomas um, against a decent, you know, not bottom 10 Viking secondary. So, I mean, I think it could be them, but we're we're forgetting the uh, the elephant in the room, which is, of course, um, Alec Pierce. Yeah, that's true. No. Colts wide receiver one, Alec Pierce. Hell yeah. Alec Pierce, good at football, but not the best. The not uh, the best rookie wide receiver. Not the best rookie wide receiver, no. Okay, so uh, Mike has an interesting win-loser draw for this game, considering one of these guys isn't playing. But I'll say uh, Geno Smith, Andy Dalton, or Alan Kamara. This is what you get for leaving Jameis in there, Mike, is you make us talk about Andy Dalton. <laughs> Andy Dalton uh, win because he's playing, and that's better than he thought he would be doing this season. Uh, draw Alvin Kamara and loss whoever else might put in there. Gino. Yeah, Gino with the loss. Win Alvin Kamara because he's going to get a zillion targets. Uh, loss Andy Dalton because he's not very good. And draw Gino Smith because he is Gino Smith. He is Gino Smith. That what is hashtag great? analysis. 
Mm. He's going to pop up to be really Geno Smith. He's having a great year, but yeah, I don't think I mean, it's going to last. He's having a good enough year to know that he has DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett on his team. Like, that's what's making a lot of this go for, for Geno Smith. Um, so what are your thoughts on your win-loser draw, Mike? Um, I'm going to go – I think Kamara finally has a good game, so I'm going to go at win Alvin Kamara, draw um, Andy Dalton, and Geno Smith against the Saints is a loss. Okay. Uh, we're starting Chris Olave. Are we starting both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett? Man, it's 46 point over under. That is just gross. Uh, I, I would say you can definitely start Metcalf Lockett in three wide receiver leagues. Yes. Yeah. You're going to need a reason to start Metcalf or whether that's a three wide receiver league or extra flex, something. Um, but if it's just a standard two two wide receiver league, forget about it. Um, DK Metcalf is the only guy I would, and I'm not even excited about that. Okay. Um, are we starting Rashad Penny? Mm, no. He's a flex play. I mean, yeah, I agree with Walker. You could put him in the flex, but I don't want I don't want that guy on my roster. Don't go out of your way to start Rashad Penny this week. They played literally the worst run defense in the NFL last week. Yeah, exactly. that, that that's what I would say about that. Uh, don't start the tight ends. Um, don't start any wide receiver on the Saints not named uh, Chris Olave. Um, I think that's it. So I have Seattle winning this one. I will go with the Saints. I think I have Seattle. Mike does have Seattle. All right, next game up. Miami travels to New York to play the Jets. Miami is three and one. The Jets are two and two. This is a 46 point over under Miami three and a half point favorites. Um, injuries in this one, Waddle and Tyree Kill are questionable, likely to play, but this situation needs monitoring. So be careful. Uh, injury reports come out at 830 uh, on the West Coast, 1130 on the East Coast for this game. Uh, for the Jets, Dwayne Brown is a game-time decision, and Zach Wilson and Brees Hall had injuries, but they are both off of the injury report. So, for this game, I again ask you both to please turn your attention to your monitors for the trivia question for this game. Since realignment, who has more wins in this rivalry, the Jets or the Dolphins? And Mike, you have to go first this time. I'm going to go Jets. Walker? I will go Dolphins. Walker's playing the game the right way. <laughs> it is the Dolphins. Since realignment, uh, the Dolphins have won 22 of the 40 games that these teams have played. So it was actually closer than I thought. Um, I thought that the – but it's funny. It's because the Jets were really good for a while, like those few years, and then they were really bad for a while. And Miami's done the same. Like Miami's just been kind of okay for most of the time. So um, – my big question for this game, and I have some stats to discuss here, uh, is Corey Davis greater than Elijah Moore for fantasy? So on the year, they both have 25 targets and 15 receptions. Corey Davis has 261 yards and two touchdowns to Elijah Moore's 192 yards. So what do we th what do we think is it with Zach Wilson, with uh, this team as it's constituted, is Corey Davis a better fantasy option than Elijah Moore right now? I think so. Um, Corey Davis is wide receiver 26. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't know. I, 
it's a, it's tough. I don't like either of them really. I don't think either of them are going to be consistent enough to be people you can trust in your lineups. Okay. But I can't really pick one. I mean, like, I think Moore will eventually take the lead in terms of targets, but I think Davis will probably catch more touchdowns. So I think it really evens out. Okay. Long way to go. Yeah, he's got a good distance to to catch up to Corey Davis. But luckily, he doesn't have to catch up to Corey Davis in the ranks. He just has to start to outscore him. That's that's all this takes. Um, So a couple more stats. Last year, uh, Davis with Zach Wilson and Moore with Zach Wilson both had about six and a half targets per game. Davis had uh, four catches for 52 yards per game. And uh, Moore had three catches for 29 yards per game. So can't really hold that against Elijah Moore, considering that, uh, you know, a lot of that was him in there starting his career along with another rookie that was starting his career. So. Um, all right. Uh, in this game, uh, how many running backs from this game are we starting? So we've got Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Michael Carter, and Brees Hall. How many running backs are we starting from this game? One. One. And who is it? Brees. Brees. Agreed. The rest, I want to see more. Also, uh, Walker, who was my sicko stash of the week from this game that you were not a fan of? Miles Gaskin. Let's go! <laughs> if Raheem Mostert gets 15 carries in this game, it will be the first time in his career he has 15 carries in back-to-back games. Because he just keeps getting hurt. Mm, that's right. And Miles Gaskin, we determined, is Chase Edmonds, but worse in every way. The same play. Yeah, pretty much. Um. All right, so uh, the wide receivers in this game. If Tyreek Hill plays, we're starting him. If um, Jalen Waddle plays... We're starting him. What about, uh, we talked about Elijah Moore and Corey Davis, but what about Garrett Wilson? Mm, yeah, I, I think you're playing Garrett Wilson. I, I need something out of Zach Wilson before I can trust any of these wide receivers. That's fair. That's a fair take. Both of those are fair. Walker's banking on the talent. Mike's saying uh, uh, Zach Wilson needs to get his head out of uh, Milf Hunter Monthly and into the playbook. Yes. All right. Um, Walker just stone face on that Milf Hunter monthly joke. Just no reaction whatsoever from him. It's fine. Um, Much like that's what Zach Wilson said about his mom's friend. That's right. She's fine. There we go. I got there. Um, Tyler Conklin. Is Tyler Conklin a must start tight end? Must start? No, but should start. Should start? start? Yes. Tyler Conklin or Pat Fryermuth? Conklin. Conklin. Conklin's available in 60% of leagues. We have no Kyle Pitts. We have no Dawson Knox. I I think Conklin is a must-start. I don't have any problem starting him whatsoever. Let me put it this way. Not everybody in your league must start Tyler Conklin, but he must be started. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, that makes a great point. Yes. Yes. Not every roster is built. Like, you're not going to start Tyler Conklin over Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, correct. Or, like, even, like, Gerald Everett or Dallas Goddard. But, I mean, the dude is just produced. So, at this point, I would keep starting him. Um, You know, his worst game was last week, and it was, like, three for 52. So, you could do a lot worse than that at tight end. Um, Don't start either of these quarterbacks unless you're desperate in a two-quarterback league. Or I'm starting Teddy Bridgewater in a league. Let's go. Um, I think that's it. So I have the Dolphins winning this game. Uh, yeah, I believe I also have the Dolphins winning. 
Mike uh, has the New York Jets winning the first Shanny Bowl. Yeah, let's go Jets. Between an offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator who I used to root for. And whoever wins gets Kyle Shanahan's love. All right, next game up. The Atlanta Falcons travel to Tampa Bay. Both teams are 2-2, two and two, uh, 47 point over under. Nine point favorites are the Tennessee, uh, Tennessee, are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Kyle Pitts will not be playing in this game with a hamstring injury. Cordero Patterson was placed on IR after last week's game. Uh, for Tampa Bay, uh, Julio should play. He is questionable. Brashad Perriman is questionable, but is unlikely to play. Uh, Russell Gage and Chris Godwin are both good to go. And Cam Brate is out with a concussion. Um, oh, and Tom Brady uh, has a tan line where his ring finger used to be. Okay. Or his ring. Uh, Ooh, his wedding ring. Yes. yes. All right. Walker has a question that nobody wanted answered. What is your big question for this game, Walker? The question that nobody wants answered. Is it Tyler Algier season? And, um, yeah, but I don't think it really matters. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know especially, what that noise I just made was. <laughs> especially against Tampa. <laughs> uh, you're not playing a Falcons running back in this game. Please don't do that. Not even Caleb Huntley? I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Mike, would you start Caleb Huntley? No. No, I would not start Caleb Huntley. I saw Caleb Huntley on waivers in one of my leagues, and I was like, ooh, I wonder. And then I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> so uh, the Buccaneers allow the second fewest fancy points to running backs on the year. Um, they've allowed two total touchdowns, which is uh, uh, second lowest. And uh, I would not start any uh, uh, Falcons running back in this game, period. Yeah. Um, but Damian Williams is on IR. Uh, Daryl Patterson's on IR. This is exactly what I said. It was all that Tyler Algier needed to break through. So let me ask you both this. After this week, the Falcons get the 49ers. Are we starting him next week? No. No. What about the Bengals? Probably not. Yeah. What about the Panthers? I don't think so. Yeah. Trade Tyler Algier now. That's what I'm getting at. Is yeah, things aren't things aren't going well. Find whoever had Cordero Patterson or Cordero Patterson and trade him to them, and all is well. Get whatever you can for him. I don't think it's going to be good, uh, good going for Tyler Algier. Um, so, are we starting Drake London in this game? No. Ooh, no. All right. Uh, let me ask this: Is they're a Falcon that we're starting. No. Mm, no. Is no. there a Buccaneer that we're sitting? Other than Juli other than the down roster guys like Julio Jones, Rashad White, and Russell Gage. Rashad um, White. I don't think that uh yeah, you're playing Evans, you're playing Godwin, you're playing Fournette. Brady's Brady? like a low end QB one, but I would say in more cases than not, yeah, you're playing him. Brady or Cousins? Mm. Yeah, it's not been Brady. good this year. So Brady. Brady hasn't been great either. But yeah, I'd, I was go, gonna say. I'd go Brady. Brady or Derek Carr? Brady. Oh, Kansas City. You know, Derek Carr right now, it, it seems like whenever they play Kansas City, Derek Carr just, impl- it just goes off. So um, I'm going to go Derek Carr. 
most of the time I would go Brady, but the, for this week, this this game, I'm going to go Derek Carr. All righty. Are we starting uh, looking up the depth chart? Uh, Parker Hess at tight end this week. Wouldn't it be Parker Kyle Hess? Uh, he's, he's scoring. No, I, I, Walker, wrong team. Oh, the other team. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not starting Parker Hessa or whatever. What about Anthony Ferkser? Oh. What about the new uh, Taysom Hill? Is that Felipe Franks? That is Felipe Franks. <laughs> That'd be a funny guy to start. Uh, just the I'm, ultimate glory play. I'm uh, Felipe Franks in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this game very straightforward. Um, so Walker, you, what is? Did your... you have Felipe Franks as on your roster when you won the championship in the? Uh, Me? Yeah. Yeah, because I added a bunch of junk guys onto you my were at bench. The end of the season, right? So yeah. he, so that when I would look back on the team, we'd be like, why did I have Felipe Franks and Divina Zigbo and yeah. all these guys on this team? So that, that's specifically why I did it. Um, right. All right. Uh, win, lose, or draw. Uh, Drake London. Uh, not Kyle Pitts. We'll go Cade Otten or Chris Godwin. Aid Cotton, baby. Aid Cotton. Uh, lost Drake London. Draw Cade Otten for whatever tight end it is for the Buccaneers, and uh, win for Godwin. Yeah, I have win for Godwin, and I have loss for London, and draw for whatever tight end it is, which is going to be like three, four, twenty-five. It's that. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you guys. Aid Cotton is a draw. Win Godwin, and then lost the other guy. Tan, uh, the uh, Falcons allowed the second most fancy points to tight ends this year. Um, so is it I Kyle Rudolph season. Is it Kyle? It uh, winter is coming, so that must mean it's Rudolph season. Ha. All right, uh, who wins this game, and why is it the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by a zillion points? Uh, I think Tampa Bay wins by a lot of points because they are better. They are a better football team. Mike also agrees that they are better, and so do I. Yeah, they got all the pieces back now, too, so they're going to be yes. dangerous. All right, next game up is Tennessee at Washington. Tennessee is 2-2. Two and two. Washington is 1-3. and three. This is a 42.5 point over-under. Tennessee, 2.5 point favorites. Traylon Burks is out for this game again, uh, for the Titans. And for Washington, Brian Robinson might be back. Um, Jahan Dotson is out with a hamstring injury. And Logan Thomas is a true questionable with a calf injury in this one. Um, so I would like to ask you both to please turn your attention to your screens for this trivia question. A.J. Brown missed four games last season. And Traylon Burks is not playing in this one. In those four games, who led the Titans in targets? So Walker, you go first. Anthony Ferkser. All right, Walker's answer is Anthony Ferkser. Mike, what is your answer? Um, Nick Westbrook Bikini. And Mike gets a point. It was Nick Westbrook Aquino with 18 targets in four games. Yay! So Mike is winning two to one. Boo! Boo! Walker's <laughs> mad. <laughs> Walker is not accepting the outcome. Yeah, Walker is not accepting the outcome. I'm challenging the election results in court. <laughs> so 
So my big question for this game is, uh, can this offense function if it's Robert Woods and Derrick Henry leading the way? Uh, not really. That's I, correct. Yeah, I don't think they're going to score very well. Yeah, last year uh, in the games without A.J. Brown, uh, they scored 17.5 points per game, and with A.J. Brown, they scored 26.5 points per game. So, not great. No, very bad, actually. Yeah, very bad. Mike, what do you think? Do you think that this offense can function? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be difficult, but it's all built around Derrick Henry anyways, and Washington yeah. isn't the greatest. So, I think they can. Uh, I mean, they did it last week against the Colts. It was all Derrick Henry until they started getting the the Titans into, you know, third and long and then Derrick Henry became sort of um, unuseful because of his pass catching and abilities. So uh, I, I think so. In a, did, you, uh, did you say uh, his pass catching inabilities? I said unabilities. Unabilities. That's what, okay. Um, all right. Uh, so in a two quarterback league, uh, which quarterback from this game are you starting? Carson Wentz or Ryan Tannehill? Wentz. I think Tannehill doesn't have anybody to throw to. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I'm gonna let me go. ask Wentz. Let me ask a different question. Are we starting a Titan not named Derrick Henry? No. Uh, on the Washington side, are we starting a commander not named Curtis Samuel? Um, is he going to play? I don't even necessarily know if you have to start Curtis Samuel. <laughs> uh, are we starting any Washington commanders? I would try not to. Yeah, I would try not to. I mean, I think, I think somebody he could put Samuel. Somebody will have a good game. Samuel didn't have a good game last week, but he still had seven targets. So he's the safest one. And yeah. I just don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be one of uh, Samuel, McLaurin, Gibson, or McKissick. One of those four guys is going to have a big game. I just don't know which one it's going to be. Uh, I, Samuel. I, I'm going to push back on that and say not necessarily that one of them will have a big game because <laughs> I think this is going to be a hideous affair. Um, not as bad as last night, though. So a fingers crossed. Affair. A hideous affair. Um, it's when uh, two ugly people cheat on their spouses. Really? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Brutal. All right. Um, next one. Oh, uh let me think. Uh, that's it. This game is going to be bad. And I think the Tennessee Titans win the bad game. Yeah. Give me uh, give me Washington. Uh, let's see. Who did I put? The, I put the Titans. Titans. Yeah. I'll take Titans. I'm just going to change. I'm just going to change all of Mike's to whoever lost because he doesn't remember who he picked anyway. Yeah. I have no idea. Who I did. So I'm just going to go through and change him. <laughs> all right. Next game up. The. Oh, three and one Houston Texans travel to Jacksonville to take on the two and two Jacksonville Jaguars this is a 43 and a half point over under Jags seven point favorites uh, injuries in this one. Uh, Brevin Jordan has been ruled out with an ankle injury and Zay Jones will play. And let's pour one out for uh, Jacksonville Jaguars legend Blake Bortles. He officially retired this week. The board. Sad, sad day. The oh, board report. Blake. Out of here. I, I have to retire the image on the, on the uh, server that is uh, Bart pointing to the Bort license plate. 
because that was the image for like every article that mentioned Blake Bortles. My son is also named Bort. My, yeah, my son is also named Bort. I think my team name was my QB is name is also named Bort. Nice. So, um, all right, Walker, what is your one big question for this game? One absolutely massive question is Travis Etienne startable player. That's a very good question, Mike. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Um, he's getting more more involved in this offense, but James Robinson, as long as James Robinson there, it's it's a block. Um, maybe when we come down to injuries, more more injuries, even though that'd be kind of surprising because there's injuries everywhere. But um, if your roster is having injury problems or your bye week problems. Yeah, you can start him. But outside of that, no. If you're having injury problems, I feel bad for you, son. My roster's got problems. 99 problems. But ETN ain't one. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Texans allow the most fantasy points to running backs. Is that good? Uh, for Jeff Travis Etienne and Jeff Boyce. For Travis Etienne and James Robinson, I think it is. Yeah, I think you can play Etienne this week. He's a good flex play. Yeah, I think so, especially in a PPR league. And, uh, Mike, you mentioned maybe in the future with injuries. Guess what starts next week? Bye week. Bye week. Detroit Raiders, Titans, and Texans are all out in week six. I'm scared hey, of week hey, nine. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, like the Lions can't, uh, Lions can't lose next week. Woo! You remember, have you ever heard that one before? Yeah, that's a great one. Did you just come <laughs> up with it? Yeah, it's nobody's ever made that joke before. That's a no, Walker nobody. special. Uh, I'm scared of week nine and 14, by the way. There are one, two, three, four, five, six teams on by in both those weeks. Jeez. Not great. Week Not 14, great. The last week of the regular season. Yeah. Well, you will be without the Falcons, the Bears, the Packers, the Colts, the Saints and the Commanders that week. So good luck if you have Jonathan Taylor, Alvin Kamara. Uh, Aaron- oh, no, I have Aaron Jones. So they're going to. They don't. They're not going to have a bye week for five weeks, and then they're going to throw six teams on a bye week in week fourteen because that makes all the sense in the world. And they skipped week twelve as a bye week entirely. Oh, <laughs> Mike. Mike is <laughs> incensed. <laughs> incensed. <I'm pissed>. <laughs> get, getting mad at schedules. All yes. right. Uh, in cool. this game. Uh, on the Houston side, we have Damian Pierce and Brandon Cooks. Those are both guys you should be starting. Are either of them must-starts? Mm. Must-starts, no. Yeah, I would agree, but yeah, in most cases, yeah. I think in most cases you would, and I think uh, the guy that you might end up benching is Brandon Cooks out of those two. Like, Damian Pierce has become a solid option for them. Um... For the Jaguar side, uh, you are starting James Robinson. Like we mentioned, we already talked about Travis Etienne. Christian Kirk, has Christian Kirk become must-start, even yeah. after the down week last week? Oh, yeah. I think he's still rolling out there. All right. Uh, what about uh, um, Trevor Lawrence? Are we starting him? We can. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a fringe QB1. Yeah. Yeah, QB10 kind of guy. Okay. Um, ooh, hold on. I just got a push notification that the NFL is changing concussion protocols. So let's see what the concussion protocol changes. This is all right. Our union has agreed to change the concussion protocols to protect players from 
Okay. This this uh this announcement says there are changes. That's the That's announcement. Cool. There That's are that. changs. Thanks. Thanks, NFLPA. Yeah. I'm, All I'm right. glad that, that you notified us that there, that there are changes. All right. Walker. But they are. It would be very helpful. That would be helpful. Walker, what is the win-loser draw for this game? Uh, who cares? Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> James Robinson, Damian Pierce, or Brandon Cooks? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, I'm going to answer my own question first. Uh, I'm going to go with a win for Robinson. I think he scores again. I will go with a draw for Cooks. I'd say he gets like five for 60. And a loss for Pierce, because I'll say he does not score a touchdown. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go James Robinson win. Uh, Damian Pierce loss. And Brandon Cooks win, uh, draw. No, wait. James Robinson draw. Brandon Cooks win, because all he does is win. And Damian Pierce loss, I guess. There we go. I am taking this seriously. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I'm going to go Pierce win, uh, Cooks draw, and Robinson the L. All right. Uh, we have the Jags winning across the board. And speaking of L's, the Niners travel to Carolina. The Niners are two and two. Carolina is one and three. The L is for Carolina. Uh, Trent Williams, Colton McKivitz, both uh, offensive linemen for the Niners are out. Tyrion Davis-Price, rookie running back for the Niners, is out. And sorry to all the remaining Visca Hivers. He is out for this game with a hamstring injury. Uh, my big question for this game, does Carolina reach 14 points? Ooh. Carolina has scored 24, 16, 22, and 16. The Niners have allowed 19, 7, 11, and 9. Wow. Do the Panthers reach 14 points? Um. Yes. Exactly 14 points. I will say 16. 16. Three field goals and a touchdown. Okay. Um. So, Mike, what do you say? Yeah, I, th I think they'll they'll get 14 points. I think they reach 14 points, and they will both be scored by Christian McCaffrey. I like that. Probably the case, yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, we're starting Debo. We're starting CMC, even though we probably need to temper expectations. Um, are we starting DJ Moore? No, not really. No, I don't think so. Yeah. So the Niners have an interesting thing where they uh, have given up the third fewest points to wide receivers, even though Cooper Cup had a zillion targets last week. And that was specifically because he had a zillion targets last week. Um. All right, I'm going to put it out there. George Kittle or Tyler Conklin? Lee Kittle. I mean, I think you have to go Kittle, but, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you don't feel awesome about it. No. Um, Brandon Ayuk or DJ Moore? Moore. Moore, yeah. All right. Uh, Jeff Wilson is a volume play. Uh, he's not great, but he will get the ball like 18 times. So you can play him. Uh, do not start either quarterback in this game. Correct. Uh, Tommy Tremble or George Kittle? <laughs> gotta go with the Tremble, my guy. Yeah, gotta go. Uh, gotta go. Call call me a Quaker because I'm trembling. All right. <laughs> the Niners. Oh, that one we was have, good. We have the Niners in a clean sweep in this one. 
All right. We're buzzing through this week. All right. Next game up. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys travel to SoFi Stadium to take on the Rams. The Cowboys are three and one. The Rams are two and two. This is a 43 point over under, which I was going to say feels low. But then I remembered what the Rams did last week. The Rams are five and a half point favorites in this one. Dak, once again, not playing. Um, Dalton Schultz is back with his knee issue. Tony Pollard is questionable with bubble guts. Uh, CD lamb has this weird thing going on this week where he was held out of practice because his GPS numbers were too high. I guess he was moving around too much. They didn't want him to injure his groin, but then he was sent for an MRI. So, um, monitor this one over the weekend. Cause I'm not quite sure what to make with that. Uh, for the Rams. GPS numbers. Yeah. They have like, if you're running around too much, they'll, they'll slow you down so that you don't overexert yourself between games. So like his steps, his Fitbit said uh, too many steps, my guy. You need to slow down. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, Rams. Uh, Coleman Shelton, their center, is out for the next four to six weeks. Um. All right. So the big question from this game is from Mike. Mike, what is the big question for you? Um. Will there be a second um, wide receiver starty worthy from either team? Starty worthy? It, yeah. That 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 whole. St- question is like horrible grammar um basically will there be a wide receiver two um where where the um worthy of starting um, let, let me ask let, hold on mike let me ask this another way is there a wide receiver we're starting not named cooper cup or cd lamb in this game yeah there you go i like there that. you go noah brown the cd lamb clone i'm yeah. definitely not starting noah brown start noah brown noah brown hasn't been bad though why wouldn't you start Noah Brown as like a third wide receiver walker? Michael Gallup. Because Michael Gallup's back and he's now the number three or four target in the offense. What if I told you he's still the number two target in the offense? We keep imbuing Michael Gallup with all with all this stuff that he hasn't really shown that he deserves yet. Okay, but Noah Brown has had like two good games. Noah Brown has had four good games this year. Every game has been good. He's had at least 60 yards in every, or sorry, he's had at least 54 yards in every game this year. But the game with 54 yards, he had five catches. He's, he's, he's the touchdown. wide receiver 28 right now. See? One, one touchdown? Yes. Five for 68, or yeah, five for 68, five for 91 in a score, five for 54, three for 61. I think we're too quick to dismiss Noah Brown. And of course, since I've made this passionate plea, he's going to get like two catches for 18 yards. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you haven't convinced me. Sorry, I'm not playing Noah Brown. Have you tried? Uh, come on, Walker. Come on. Not, not happening. Come on, Mike. <laughs> no. No, Mike? I am not starting Noah Brown. All right, ease of little faith. That's right. All right, uh, Mike. Who is your win loser draw for this game? Uh, my my win loser draw is Lamb, Cup, and um, Ee. Who is E.E.? Zico Elliott. Oh. Uh, I'll go with win, cup, draw, Elliott, loss, lamb. I'm going to go with loss, Elliott, because Dude is just... Lost. Lost. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Um, I will go uh, win for C.D. Lamb, because I think people are still... I hate to be that guy, like, they're sleeping on C.D. Lamb, but they're sleeping on C.D. Lamb. People still don't trust it yet. And draw Cooper Cup, which will be 15 catches for 200 yards. All yeah, right. Pretty much. All right. So I have the 
Dal- oh, wait, no, wait, we're not doing win, lose, or draw. Or we're not doing winners yet, sorry. We need to say who else we're starting. Are we starting uh, Zeke Elliott in this game? Is he a top 24 running back? Yes. How good is that Rams run defense, though? Uh, it's, I mean, it's not bad. It's, not it's, it's okay. I think you could start Ezekiel Elliott in a, in a flex. Okay. Um, are we starting Tony Pollard? Are we starting either Rams running back? No. no. Are we cutting both Rams running backs? I would want to. Uh, in a 10-team league, sure, I guess. Might I remind you, what does he even do? Arrow pointing to Cam Akers. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so uh, start one running back in this game. Two wide receivers start both tight ends. Higby and Schultz? No, don't start Schultz. Don't start Schultz. Mike? I would start Higby, though. Okay. Yeah, I'm not coming back from an injury. I, I'd be, I'd temper expectations. Higby, for sure. All right. Are we starting Cooper Rush or Matt Stafford? Cooper no. Rush. God, no. Not, no. I'm not starting either of those guys. Okay. What about a two-quarterback league? Uh, You can start Stafford in two-quarterback league. I'd don't, I don't know about Rush. Oh, yeah, righty. Rush, yeah, Rush should be Q, QB league as well for me. Um, I'm setting the number at four and a half. Over under four and a half sacks for Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, under. I'm going to go under. Okay. I have the them going over, and I have the Dallas Cowboys winning this game because they are going to murder that offensive line and eat Matthew Stafford alive. Uh, I'm going with the Rams. Mike is also going with the Rams. Yeah, so, thank you. So he doesn't have to look it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm like trying to find it, yeah. All right, Philly and Arizona. Philly is the last undefeated team in the NFL. Arizona is two and two. This is a 49 point over under. Philly only five point favorites, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, Boston Scott uh, is questionable with his ribs injury. That's cost him some time. Jake Elliott, the kicker for the Eagles, will be out uh, from an ankle injury, uh, as will Matt Prater. So we're getting backup kickers in this one. Uh, good luck. AJ Green is back. Rondale Moore is questionable, but should play. Hollywood Brown was on the injury report this week, but he's off of it and should be good to go. And Walker, what is your big question for this game? Is Devontae Smith a top 24 receiver this week? This week? I'm going to give a resounding probably. No, you have to say yes or no. Yes or no. <laughs> I will say yes. Okay. He will score a touchdown, so I think he'll be top 24. Mike, what do you think? Uh, sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> I Walker, agree. Yeah. Let me, I, let me ask everybody another big question. Do we see Gardner Minshew? No. No? It's going to be closer than that? Yeah, I don't think it'll be that big of a blowout. Not with Jalen Hurts as quarterback. Mike, I'm going to drive over. I know the vague area where you live. I will find you. <laughs> I will hunt you down. I will hunt you down. Jeff's getting into a fight with Mike because Mike <laughs> refuses to admit that Jalen Hurts is kind of good. Mike, meet me at the Trader Joe's on on uh, Madison and Sunrise. Or Madison oh, and Sunset. Let's go. Meet me <laughs> there. We'll fight. 
I'll buy you a beer afterwards. Perfect. We will go to <laughs> Chondo's Tacos after that. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> we are staging a fake fight and then getting dinner. That's right. Um, so, uh, Walker, you have your win-lose or draw as Miles Sanders, James Conner, and Hollywood Brown. I will go with lost James Conner. I do not want to start James Conner. I will go with win Miles Sanders, which will be like 85 total yards and no touchdown. And Marquise Brown will be the winner because Marquise Brown is really good. He is really he is good. Really good. Um, I will go with Miles Sanders with another win. Because all he does is win? True, he sure does. Marquise Brown, a draw. I don't think it's going to be a huge Brown game, but I think he gets targeted enough that he still puts up some volume. And then I'll go with a loss for James Conner. Mike? Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. Um, I, Connor, as I was saying earlier in the show, he's slipping. Um, he's getting less and less volume. So, um, yeah, I agree. All right. Um, so we're starting both quarterbacks in this game. Um, we are starting no backup running backs. Uh, James Connor or Antonio Gibson? Mm. Connor. I guess Connor for one more week, but this is, yeah, this is like putting sardines and, um, I don't know, oysters or something next to me and telling me to pick what, what I want to eat and both are gross. Oysters are delicious. Uh, they're okay. They're, I think they're overpriced. You got to get to, you got to get some Gulf oysters. Pacific oysters are just okay. Gulf oysters are amazing down in like Louisiana or the East coast of Texas. That's true. I haven't had Gulf oysters. Yeah, they're really good. My wife hates Pacific oysters and and cannot stop eating Gulf oysters whenever she's over in that area of the country. Um, anyways, back to football. Um, AJ Brown must start. Is Hollywood a must start? Yes. Yeah, I don't think you're taking him out of your lineup. All right. Uh, Devonta Smith, we all agree, should have a good game this week, so try to get him into your lineup. Uh, both tight ends, are they must start? Zach Ertz and G- Dallas Goddard, reunited. Yeah, you're playing those guys. Yeah. Which one would you start? Because there's a chance you might have both. Got it. Uh, yeah, I'd go Goddard. I would go Goddard as well, even though I'm a big Zach Ertz head. Um, they loved Zach Ertz last week. They just it, kept targeting him like crazy. Hey, have you guys ever heard this? It hurts when uh, I hurt, folks. I have heard that one. That's, uh, yeah, popular. That that's that's like the second most popular team name from like 2016. Yeah, Behind, show yeah. me your TDs. Yes. It, <laughs> uh, what was the team name? Uh, yeah, it hurts when I peed. When Isaiah I, peed was. It oh, was? okay. Oh, Isaiah peed. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Calm down, everybody. We're getting too riled up over here. <laughs> all right. We all think the Eagles win this one. Yeah. Next game. Cincinnati at Baltimore. Both teams are two and two. Uh, this is a 48 and a half point over under Baltimore, three point favorites. Uh, there's been a big saga surrounding T Higgins ankle this week. Like if you look for their injury updates, it's all just in updates about the ankle, but he should play. Uh, Hayden Hurst was a late uh, addition to the injury report with a groin injury and might not play given that this is the Sunday night football game. Do not think that Hayden Hurst is a good pivot. Because if he misses and does not play, you have literally zero pivots like off of your Kyle Pitts or Dawson Knox, because the other three tight ends left playing are 
Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, and Kyle, and uh, Travis Kelsey. So do not even think about starting uh, Hayden Hurst this week unless you're ready to take a, potentially take a zero. Yeah, if you're ready to go for Jody Fortson getting a touchdown on one target again. Yes. All right. Baltimore, Justice Hill and Rashad Bateman are both out, and we will get to the ramifications of that in one second. But we have our last trivia question of the week. So uh, I will start sharing my screen. Since moving to Baltimore, so since 1996, 10 different quarterbacks have thrown at least five passes in a game for the Ravens. Has Cincinnati had more or fewer quarterbacks than this in the same time span? So Walker goes first this time. More has has the Bengals had more or fewer quarterbacks since the Ravens, as long as the Ravens have existed. Uh, I couldn't hear you, Walker. Fewer. Fewer. Yeah, your hand was over your mic. Fewer. Mike, what was your what's your answer? I'm gonna go more. Baltimore has had Joe Flacco, Lamar Jackson, Kyle Bowler, Vinny Testaverde, Stephen McNair, Tony Banks, Elvis Gerbach, Jim Harbaugh, Eric Zare, and Jeff Blake. The Bengals have had Andy Dalton, Carson Palmer, also Jeff Blake, Joe Burrow, Akili Smith, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Neil O'Donnell. You both have two wins. So you know what this means? Smith. You know what this means? Talking about bust. What's up? Tiebreaker. Justin Herbert leads the NFL in passing yards per game. How many passing yards per game does Justin Herbert have? Whoever gets closest wins. Mike goes first, right? Yeah, I go first. I go 285. 285, Walker? 320. Walker is very lucky that we are not playing by prices right rules because it is 312 per game. So Walker wins trivia this week. Oh, he'd be over. He'd be over. I very specifically did not say we were playing Price is Right rules. Oh, big win. <laughs> All right. So is that trivia uh, better than last week? 285. What was that? So 15, 20, 27. What did Walker have? How close was this? Eight. I was eight, I was eight away. Eight, eight away. away. So I was way off then. Okay. Never yeah. Uh, no, I, I actually kind of like the harder ones better. Fine. All right. Then, <laughs> like, then I will go back to harder ones. Okay. Uh, the harder ones were basically me looking at uh, trying to think of weird things to look up and see how they related to the teams. Like, I was like, I wonder who's had the most uh, players get multiple catches in a game this year. And that ended up being a question I could ask. All right. So in this game with no Justice Hill. Uh, so it's Kenyon Drake or Mike, uh, D- Mike Davis. Yes. Behind uh jk dobbins and with no rashad bateman so we're talking mark andrews and devin duvernay are we looking at a big jk dobbins day and a corresponding smaller lamar jackson day that's my big question Hmm. i i think it's a big lamar jackson day most of the time so i would say that it's a big lamar jackson day um I will say it's a medium J.K. Dobbins day. Medium. Yeah, I think he'll be. I think he'll be a guy that you can play, but I wouldn't expect like a huge ceiling game. Okay. The Cincinnati Bengals defense isn't very good, right? Uh, Cincinnati is allowing the excuse me ninth fewest fantasy points to running backs, 
And the fifth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. So whatever that means to you. Oh, wow. Then um, Lamar Jackson, a bad day. J.K. Dobbins, a good day. All right. Um, so in this game, you're still starting Lamar Jackson. Are you starting Go Bur- Joe Burrow? Go, go Juro. Are you starting Go Juro? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'm going to play Burrow in this. I'd start Burrow over Jackson. Starting a Bengals-themed uh, Mexican treat shop called Go Churro. Go Churro. I like that. Let's do it. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, you're starting the Bengals wide receivers. Are you starting Tyler Boyd? Uh, if you're risk-adverse, yes. If you just want some points? All right, the Ravens allow the 11th most rushing yards per game. Uh, I'm sorry, rushing yards per attempt. Will Joe Mixon be outside the bottom three in terms of running back efficiency after this game? Uh, Probably, just barely. Mike? Yes, I agree. Joe Mixon or J.K. Dobbins? Mixon. Uh, Devin DuVernay or Tyler Boyd? DuVernay. Ooh. How far how far above Boyd is DuVernay for you, Mike? Not very far. How far above the the opposite walker? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um yeah, Boyd I think is like eight spots above DuVernay for me. Okay. Um so who's winning this one? I got the Baltimore Ravens. I also have the Ravens. I have one of those teams. Mike has the Cincinnati Bengals. There we go. All right. Last game of the week. Uh, Vegas is one and three. They travel to Arrowhead who uh, to take on the Chiefs, who are three and one. Uh, this is a 51 point over under. KC, seven point favorites. Uh, Hunter Renfro should be back from concussion protocol because this is a Monday game he's you know they the announcements for injuries are one day behind so you want to find the the information for this one tomorrow on saturday and for casey no injuries reported um mike what is your big question this week for uh for this game so can Derek Carr dethrone patrick mahomes this week in points so no next question no i i don't know no Okay. I wonder I think, if there's a way to see head to head who went, who's had more points, who's been the winner. I bet you Derek Carr is probably either close or won more than Derek, than Patrick Mahomes. I can do that. I can look that up. All right. Uh, while I'm doing that, are we starting? Let's let's talk about uh, is Josh Jacobs or Ceh ranked higher this week? While I look this up, you two discuss amongst yourselves. I go Josh I Jacobs. Have. I believe I have Edwards Alaire ranked higher just because there's a better likelihood he scores a touchdown. But I think that you're playing both guys this week. Um, Jacobs is certainly the safer play. I think Edwards Alaire has the higher ceiling. Edwards Alaire has a higher ceiling. That I could agree. I'd agree with. I think definitely Jacobs is going to finish in between 9 and 12 where CH could finish in the top five somewhere, especially against this Raiders defense that is just ugly. Uh, hold on one sec here. 
What is happening here? All right, the DLF splits tool is broken. Oh, no. Because it says that Derek Carr has never played a game against Patrick Mahomes, and I know that's not true. That is not true. Um, put in David Carr. No, it says Derek Carr. Okay, just making sure. You did make me panic for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, so while I continue to look that up, uh, Devontae Adams oh, – oh, man, Tyreek Hill's gone. Uh, Devontae Adams or Juju Smith-Schuster? <laughs> I'll be right back. Mike just straight up left. Mike's Mike's out. Mike's out of here. Done. All right. So while I'm looking that up, I guess I'm going to go to Rotoviz. How's it going, Walker? Mike has left the podcast. Yeah, it's going great. Uh, Just, yeah, we really did kind of fly through this one. We we were efficient this week. Yeah, which makes me wonder where Mike went. (laughs) Where did Mike go? Maybe Mike has a big folder that he keeps, or a big uh, filing cabinet that he keeps all the uh, the head-to-head ranks in. He's got to go get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he probably just got those on the computer. He's got what? Got those on the computer, you know, where you can look up the head-to-head rankings. Well, you'd think you could, but apparently you can't because uh, DLF is broken and Rotoviz won't let me do it. Uh, so I have to do this the old-fashioned way. Let me do it. Well, let me do it. All right. Uh, let's see. Derek Carr. Sorry about that. I had to tend to the door. You had to tend to the door. Well, we we got new iPhones, and so we're um, reselling our old ones, and the UPS guy won't um, just drop them off. We have to sign for it. So I've missed the door like the last two times. Ah, okay. So, Mike, you missed it. The uh, the Rotoviz tool also wouldn't let me do it, so I'm doing this manually. Oh and God. I swear, I swear, if this is this is I'm guessing that uh, Patrick Mahomes just blows Derek Carr out of the water because Patrick Mahomes is a much better quarterback than Derek Carr. And this is all a waste of time. I I think Derek Carr can uh, beat Mahomes in points, but I don't think he will. All right, so let's see. Uh, I'm just gonna say it's Patrick Mahomes. Especially because Derek Carr plays terrible. Wait, Derek Carr usually plays terribly in Arrowhead. What are we doing? I don't Derek- know if that's true. I think it is true. It is? Yeah. Hold on. Derek Carr. All right. I look at Derek Carr's not so pristine record at Arrowhead. In Arrowhead. Um, I cannot great, find great it. Radio great radio, folks. Uh, I'm saying yes. And even just, Mike's just. Mike won't believe it because he loves his boy. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Uh, Derek Carr has not fared well at Arrowhead, uh, let's see, since 2014. Uh, the most he's passed for is 222 yards, and he's failed to throw for more than one touchdown. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to go with no, he's not going to beat Mahomes. <laughs> I, I will go no with good direction no. to go. <laughs> I will go with no as well. Um, so we are going to start both CEH and Josh Jacobs. I think that's what we determined, right? Yes. All right. Uh, are we starting Juju Smith-Schuster? Uh, he's a flex type guy. You can. Um, not a great play, but he'll at least get you some points. Mike? No. No? Yeah. I, I mean, I want to start. Yeah. Sort out your answer, Mike. Is it no or yeah? No. Okay. Um. Darren Waller has been disappointing this year. 
yes. since get it going four for 79 in week one, he's at six for 50 and a touchdown, which is good. But then the last two games, he's combined six catches for 46 yards. Are we starting Darren Waller this week or can we start guys like uh, Gerald Everett, Zach Ertz, Tyler Conklin? Can we start those guys over Darren Waller this week? Yes to all those guys. Walker. Uh, what were the guys again? Sorry. Uh, Zach Ertz, uh, Gerald Everett, and Tyler Conklin. Yeah, you're starting all of those guys, but I, I would say Ertz, Waller, Conklin. I order. I don't know. And Everett's above the rest of them? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because you yeah, have Everett. No, I'd, Everett. I'd have Conklin over Waller. Conklin over. I mean, that's fair. Uh, and Waller's been disappointing, but he's got that. You know, going by the uh, who would you feel dumber blowing up on your bench uh, corollary that we do sometimes? Is it Darren Waller or Tyler Conklin? Right. Yeah. Right. He started Conklin. Conklin over Waller. What is wrong with you? Exactly. Exactly. Um. So this is a clean sweep for KC from us. Uh, just quick update. Uh, we did this on the Patreon episode, I believe. But uh, last week we was a great week for all of us. Mike and I were both twelve and four. Walker was eleven and five. That brings the totals to 37 and 26 for Walker, 34 and 29 for me, and 32 and 31 for Mike. So it's still anybody's game. Um, so do you, either of you have anything else to add? Derek Carr is the greatest quarterback to ever live. Not in Arrowhead. <laughs> no, uh, Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback to ever live. No, uh, yes, in Arrowhead. I was going to say not in Arrowhead. Uh, Eric Armstead has been ruled out. Oh, no. Okay. I was checking for any news updates. No news updates. There is a new concussion protocol. Nobody knows what it is. All right. For Mike and Walker, <laughs> thanks for listening. We will be back on Tuesday to review these games and talk about Thursday Night Football. Which, did you both see what Thursday Night Football is next week? Washington is it a trashy again? Yep, Mike. I don't know if you heard Walker, Mike, but it's Bears Commanders. <laughs> Yay, fun. Oh, boy. All right. So we will be back on Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Take care and have a good one. <laughs>